back to NH Unscripted. We are grazing in the grass, baby, on this love train. We are in search of Brother Love's Traveling Salvation Show. I am your happy-to-be-out-of-bed host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the opulent digs of the WKXL Studios in Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. We have a URL that we can toss out there as well, because we're kind of proud of it. NHTalkRadio.com. That's where you find this show live. There's a live button, and you can find all the archives. We'll talk a little bit more about that URL later. I need to take a moment and thank this show's sponsors. Oh, sponsor. It is Lakes Region Fence in Guilford. LRFence.com is their URL. LRFence.com. Come on. Look, it. it's almost New Year's, right? Take a look out your back window. Do you see that dilapidated piece of junk you're calling a fence out there? Get rid of it. Come on. Junk that thing. Time to pony up, baby. Go out to LRFence.com. There's a link out there where you can get a free estimate. Who doesn't mind? Who doesn't like free? I love free. We live for free here. You can get a free estimate. Matt and his gang, they'll call you back. They always do. That's what they live for. They do all kinds of fences. Pool fences, horse corrals, property lines. Dude, go out there. Take a look around. They've got photos of every job they've done and there are works of art. I'm telling you. LRFence.com. Happy New Year, Matt and all your crew. Thank you for sponsoring this show. I've been waiting for this one for a long time. In studio with me is Joe Belonzi. Joe, good morning. Good morning, and uh, thank you for having me on. Oh, dude, this is going to be a rocker. Joe is the doo-wop DJ to the gods. (laughs) (laughs) You are truly a doo-wop DJ. Is that true? That's right, I am. Uh, Most every Saturday night, 6 o'clock, Uncle Henry's Basement on uh, WMWM, if I can say that. Tell me that's a pro. Program and not an actual place you go. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually we don't go into Salem State anymore. We have a remote station that we use. What? Where's that? Uh, it's in. Uh, it's still in Salem, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not supposed to be in the uh, buildings on campus anymore since. So COVID. it's a college station. It's basically. a college radio station. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long have you been out there? Oh God, I've been doing it for about eight, nine years, what? and I was helping out there a couple years before that. But it's been around since. Oof, 80s? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back when it was just just uh, over the air, no yeah. no internet. Now yeah. uh, most of our uh, audience is listening to us over the internet. So what's the uh, call letters? Uh, WMWM 91.7. Okay, okay. And uh, you can get us, it used to be used, used to be able to get us at WMWMonline.com, but that site seems to keep open up and down. Yeah, I looked for it the other day. Yeah, the shows that I work with uh, on Saturdays uh, are on North of Boston Radio, which is an internet thing. And uh, one of our, uh, actually the guy that's running the station that we use has set that up. So uh, if you want to find... yeah, we have uh, old shows out there, so if you want to listen to old shows, you mean like the Lone Ranger? What do you no, th- no, I'm talking about our old, oh. our old radio shows. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, all day long, Saturday and up let me until out of the house. yeah, up to at least eleven o'clock at night. You know, we've got live shows going on, and uh, you can find it on north north of Boston north of Boston Radio, and that's exactly that. 
https north of boston radio all one word dot com so are they all so i said you would do up dj to the gods but you do more than do up yeah I, I i started off uh, doing the do up show there the uncle henry's basement yeah uh, but i've kind of and i would fill in for the nine o'clock guy once in a while with psychedelic music because I got a, a, a large uh, trove of psychedelic music. That I got I, a lot of psychedelics myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I've actually branched out a little bit more since then um, with Uncle Henry's Basement because do up. I mean, do up starts to sound the same sometimes. Yeah. It doesn't do a lot. Yeah. So I also have an Uncle Henry's Folk Show that I do. So instead of the do up, sometimes I do folk. And on occasion, filling in, I've done an Uncle Henry's Acoustic Show, which is just all acoustic music as well. That's very interesting. All right. Can you give me a couple of definitions so people get a feel for what would you categorize as doo-wop? Where's well, that reside? The, the, you know, the hard and true is it's it's a, a group. Okay. And it's supposed to be a cappella, although that, that doesn't happen too often. And it's the harmonies, really. And, and it's a style of music that, that came out of uh, R&B. So you went from R&B to doo-wop to rock. Oh, that's interesting. How did so? When you say that it's, is it mainly a cappella? Like, are we thinking like, uh, oh, good grief, the Four Seasons, you know? And well, some uh, this, the the Four the classic people wouldn't consider the Four Seasons doo wop. Got you. But uh, it, loosely, yeah, they, they they would be in it. Yeah, but uh, it's. Theirs was more pop music, mm -hmm. okay, and that's what most people consider the Four Seasons to be pop music. Can you name a group that you would consider to be classic doo-wop off well, the top of your head? Anything that Frankie Lyman was in, the Platters, I mean, there was, there's, oh. there's a, a lot of groups. Well, hey, you want to read groups? We yeah, yeah, cool. I got a whole bunch here right off Do my it. Uncle Henry's Basement Christmas show. So we got Kenny Vance and the Planetones, the Manhattans, the Heartbeats. Rocky Shop and the Replays, The Cinematics, Hank Thompson and his Brazo Valley Boys, The Youngsters, Earl Grant, The Marcells, The Ebonairs, Marvin and the Chirps. I mean, you <laughs> Marvin can, and the Chirps. And, and the funny thing is, <laughs> you'll get groups that had four different names. <laughs> yeah. Because they might have huh, worked. I wonder with, why. Well, they might have worked with four different record companies. Okay. So they had to keep changing their name. So it it gets confusing at times when you play somebody and you go, oh well, that's the Ebenezer. Well, no, that 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 was the Ebenezer two years earlier. But now on the RCA album or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Did I see Paul Revere and the Raiders on? Yeah, the, you did. Because well, how do they fall under? Well, this isn't. This is. Oh, okay. This is, just your this is okay. my my second show. Got I'm you. doing two Christmas shows. Of course you are. The first one from six to eight is a doo-wop and folk Christmas music. Got you. And then from eight to ten, I'm doing rock, garage rock, and psychedelic Christmas music. Man, oh man. And uh, a lot of people don't know that Paul Revere and the Raiders went through a psychedelic phase. Huh. I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and uh, you know, I've got, you know, uh, Rain, Sleet, or Snow, which is the name of this particular song for Paul okay. Revere and the Raiders. And it was during their psychedelic... Is that uh, a Christmas? It's a Christmas it song, yeah. I, and I don't think I've ever even heard it. Well, I'll, actually, a lot of the psychedelic ones you, you may not have heard of. Huh. Well, some, some of them, yes, but, you know, <laughs> others not. I, I mean, saw them in a concert in Boston once. Yeah. Down in uh, Faneuil Hall. They were um, they were uh, performing. They had an incredible group to... to 
listen to. Yeah. Their songs are just unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know about their psychedelic ones, but. Well, let me, let me give you some of the psychedelic Please ones do. off of here. Please Wi- do. Wizard with I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day. Okay. That's a really interesting song. Uh, the Byz- Byzantine Empire with Snow Queen. Hmm. The Turtles. They the, went through a psychedelic what? phase also. What? They did? Yeah. Santa and the Sidewalk Surfer. The Turtles went through a psychedelic one. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Like I said, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Eastfield Meadows with uh, Silent Night. Oh, my God. Uh, Crusaders. Well, that's, that's actually, that's not really psychedelic. That's uh, more of a, um, just instrumental. Um, Ghost Ghosts with Please Stay for Christmas Eve. I'm sure you've never heard of that. That one doesn't trip off my tongue, no. No. Santa's Swinging Stocking Stuffers huh. with Psychedelic Christmas. Oh, one-hit wonder. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. Oh. You're killing me. The Psychic Ills with Run, Rudolph, Run. Dude, how hard did you have to dig to find these? Not very t- not very hard. Really? No, I had a lot of it already. Really? We just yeah. go to the psychedelic department of the uh, album store? I, I mean, I have a lot of the stuff in my in my collection that sounds dangerous but you can also yeah i mean you it's, you go on youtube and you type in or i do psych- not want psychedelic to. i don't want that music. in my history <laughs> 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 i do not want my wife seeing that in my browser history joe thanks a lot <laughs> but, but i also uh you know i i do a lot of the nine o'clock shows now um We've lost, we lost a lot of DJs since the pandemic. Oh, not, not that they passed man. away; they just didn't come back. Really? Yeah. So well, the, you could do it all remote. Why would they even? We we tried doing it remote, and uh, it wasn't working. Oh. Um, the software that the, that they had was uh, well. I don't even want to put it on my good PCs because really? it'll, it'll screw up my PCs. Really? It's really old, antiquated software, and so we may make another attempt to do remote um, because uh, it would make it easier. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll see. But I, I also do a, uh, a nine o'clock show. I do uh, the hardest Saturday night, which was started by another DJ, and I've kind of picked it up, which is kind of an eclectic view of rock music of the '60s, '70s, '80s, and '90s. So I can play pretty much anything I want. Oh my god! I do a show called Boston Beat. Yeah, which is all shows, or, or I should say, all performers or groups from the Boston area or New England, primarily the Boston area. Hang on to that. You hear that music? Yep, I heard the music. I figured I got to stop talking. Time for Sanka and Moxie, baby. You have been listening to NH Unscripted. I am your happy new year host, Ray Dudley. Glad to be out of bed. We are coming to you from 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM for all the happy souls in Manchester. And you can find us at nhtalkradio.com. I'll get into that a little bit more in a minute. Joe Palanzi's with me. DJ to the gods. We're coming back. They can stands because it can't stands no more. It's NH Unscripted, you lucky listener. Yeah, I am your Popeye-like host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the mountaintop bunkers of the WKXL Studios in Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. 
And for you folks in Manchester, 101.9, come on, you know this, we do this all the time. NHTalkRadio.com is the URL where you can listen to us live and find archives of this wonderful show and all of the other great programs here in studio with me today. I'm so glad. It, it speaks to my soul. Joe Palanzi, he's a DJ, and he covers it all. Joe, tell me something. So, who who's your target audience for? Are you? Can you even tell who your audience is for a lot of these shows? Well, we do an we're over the air ninety one point yep. seven, but it's only like a hundred and fifty watt radio station. Okay. So you get ten miles away, and you okay. we get overridden by other stations. <laughs> So a majority of our, our listeners are on the internet, uh, and um, it, it, we have quite a few, actually. Yeah. The demographics are different for, for the doo-wop show, and uh, one of the guys does an R&B, you know, Saturday Night Rent Party show, yeah. uh, and the demographics are different there. It, it's it's it t- That tends to be more older, older younger, people, yeah. a little bit more older. For the R&B? Um, for the R&B and for the, and for the, the doo-wop, yeah, because yeah. The, the doo-wop kind of came out of R&B. Um, some are... You know, there's a there's a blurry line there. There's some that are both R and B and doo wop. So okay, some songs. Yeah, they overlap. I yeah, I that. mean, yeah, I mean, in yeah. style and everything else. Okay. Um, so, you know, on the internet, I mean, you can reach anybody in the world. Pretty much. And and we do. I mean, uh, for my doo wop show, I get comments. You know, primarily from the United States, but I get a lot from out of Canada. What? I get uh, some out of Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I you know I advertise my show on on facebook all right yep. best place to do it for, yep. for me and um so people see it and they'll they'll listen in i have a lot of you know a lot of theater friends as you and i have mm-hmm. all right well a lot of my a lot of the theater friends listen in because they like the music yeah um and also people that i work with like the music so i've you know i've kind of spread it amongst the, my north of grumman uh, brethren too, and I have quite a few people from Luther Grumman that will listen in if they if they can. He's not supposed to say that because he has top secret clearance. But we... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's supposed to say that part of it. <laughs> Oops! Now they have to kill me. <laughs> when you say that, um, oh, so where would how would they find it? First of all, when you say it's out on the internet, what it there is... are there are groups on on Facebook. Yep, dedicated to doo wop dedicated to psychedelic music dedicated to all different kinds of rock music and i will you know i'm a member of a lot of those groups and i'll say hey if you guys want to listen to a live doo-wop show because it's hard to find a live doo-wop show you don't find it on the radio anywhere anymore i know it's all country western and yeah i mean in fact uh one of the last rock stations here in new hampshire just went to country did they yeah 96.5 the mill yeah yeah they're country now really yeah I, that disappointed me because I, I used to listen to them once in a while. I mean, mostly I listen to Satellite, but I do listen to them once in a while. And that's like, oh, my God, country. Another country Didn't station. take long, baby. Eating them up like Jeez. Pac-Man. Yeah. Chomping at them. But, uh, you know, so I, I would uh, mention in, in some of those groups, and, and then people would start listening. You know, So if someone was wanted to listen to your show, you say you're on Facebook, but how would they actually find you? What, what would they look up? Like doo-wop and then your name pops up? On yeah, Facebook? if we're friends, that's easy because okay. when I post it, they'll see it. Yeah. You know, I also post it usually in like Bedford Off Broadway. I'll post it into some other groups, maybe a, a, a cast and crew page of a show that I'm currently working, you know, and I, I will post it in these groups too. Okay. I will, you know, share it into these groups so that, which got, you know, may have thousands of doo-wop listeners. 
you know, and if they want to listen to it, they can. At least they know about it. Then. Yeah, yeah. And so you, li- I'm, I'm assuming you have a link there that puts it live that they can get the live stream. Like, at- yeah, it, we're using. Uh, we've been using North of Boston Radio right now because okay. that's the most reliable one. Okay. Okay. What is the most popular one that you do? The most popular genre that oh psychedelic. Get out. Oh Are yeah, you psychedelic. Yep. What? Yep. How is that possible? Because, because that has people from all ages. <laughs> I don't know if that's encouraging or not. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> it's it's the kind of music. Right, describe first of all that genre. What 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 would we find in that? Why? What kind of groups? The who? Are we talking like? No, they're not psychedelic. Oh, okay. No, no. Um, don't tell me Paul Rivera and the Raiders. I'm going to die. Well, they they went through a psychedelic phase, you know, but. They're from the '60s and seven, well, early '70s, maybe. Right. A, a good, a good one. It was a Boston band, part of the Boston sound. Um, oh my God! Now it just slipped out of my head. Do I got to get the paddles? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Stand back. <laughs> I got. I can't believe it. I was just about to say it, and it just completely slipped out of but my mind. The, when people look at me, Joe, that happens a lot. <laughs> So what would be what class? Ultimate spinach. Okay, ultimate spinach was was. Uh, uh, Gee, I don't know why you that. <laughs> I don't know why that didn't come right to mind. <laughs> it, but they were very popular back in the late sixties, early seventies. Uh, they were also one of these groups that every time they put out an album, the, the lineup would be a little bit different of who was in it. But it was it was psychedelic Probably survivors, music. Joe. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of psychedelic music came out of the, the Boston area, and a lot of it came out of San Francisco. I get San Francisco. California. I would not have guessed Boston. Yeah, Boston was very popular uh, for psychedelic music. Wow, that's very interesting. You know, I was um, in college back in the seventies, and um, we might have been doing certain certain <laughs> chemicals <laughs> things. And uh, I was listening to um, Journey to the Center of the Earth one time. Mother, but which of- one? Oh, I didn't know there were multiple versions. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Dude, I was seeing pterodactyls. I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was like lost, lost. So... It's so to be in that group of psychedelic uh, music, it, the group itself had to go through the phase, or the music represents something about it's that. The, it was the style of music. I mean, anybody could do psychedelic music, and a lot of people did. I mean, there were people that you wouldn't, you know, there like, certain, like Paul Revere and the Raiders and yeah, the Turtles. You didn't realize they did some psychedelic no music. No, I know, I know. We'd never have guessed. I mean, yeah. if you if you held a gun to my head, I would never have guessed that. But it, it was just it was the the end thing back then. WPCN, you know WPCN, okay? Well, right? yeah. They were really the ones that introduced uh, the masses in, in this area yeah. to psychedelic music. No kidding. Because there were all these groups doing it, but like uh, WMEX and all these other stations. Oh my god! They wouldn't. They wouldn't play it's it. It's a time machine. Yeah, they wow. wouldn't play it. Wow. So. BCN said, hey, hell that, we're going to stop playing it. Now, they first started playing it like after midnight. Yeah, I, I wonder okay. why. Yeah, But then it slowly crept into primetime. Wow. Um, yeah, they were really the they were really the pioneers of, of psychedelic music on the radio waves yeah. in the Boston area. Was there something about the music itself that, that categorized it? Like, was there, like, I know Paul Revere and the, the Raiders, big on their organ, you know. Um, but was there some, like, an instrument that, that made it? Organs, synthesizers, synths, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's hard to describe. Huh. It's easier to listen to it. 
But it was the kind of music you could just veg out to. That's, uh, that's no, really. Thing. Yes, yes. And you put it on, you put on headphones, you just uh-huh. close your eyes. and Three you, days later, I wake up. And you start seeing pink <laughs> elephants and, you know. <laughs> the... Um, so there's that you do doo-wop and then what there were two more yeah heart of saturday night which is eclectic it's it's rock okay let's talk about that for a second that covers the 60s to the 80s to the 90s 90s yeah is more, there, more 60s 70s and 80s yeah? not too much from the do 90s. you favor one one decade over another yourself well, for me 60s and 70s are my my sweet spot yeah you know because then disco came in and ruined everything mm-hmm. And then eighties was the hair bands, you know, <laughs> yeah. and kiss and that kind of stuff. And I never really got into that. But I'll play it. I'll play it because people want to hear it. Yeah. I'll play anything that people want to hear. Do you take requests? Oh yeah, usually. What's yeah. your most popular like request that people call in for? You know, it's all over the place. Oh dog, come on. Undo- can, undo- it's just me and you here. You I, I, I don't I really can't think of a particular song that I mean you know, if I get ten requests over two weeks, it's ten different songs. Yeah? Yeah. That's fascinating. You know, and I get requests for doo-wop, too. You're like, hey, will you play this song? Because it's the one I, my first date with my wife. Really? And, and we heard this on really? the radio. Really? I would never have doo-wop. Yeah. I cannot fathom that. That's fascinating. Yeah, well, the people that were, you know, getting together in the 50s. What are they, like 90 now? I mean, what the heck? They're probably in their 80s, at least, anyway. Like, holy crapanola. Wow, that's amazing. And they, so, well, how... I'm trying to think about numbers here. Um, when you do, you get the numbers for like how many people are listening at any one time. How, what are you peeking at? You, no, we, we don't. We don't really have access oh, to that. Man, I that mean, the, the the station's not that sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. Do you? How much research do you have to do to for each? Because that's a lot of genres. All right. I mean, come on. That's. We got another break coming up, right? <laughs> yes, we okay. do, Joe. Yes. I can, I'll talk about that you when we come back. It. It's time for lint chocolates and rah, and uh, oh my god, I can't even think of the candy I have up there. Never mind, never mind. I probably ate them all anyway. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your ever gaining weight host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the incredibly decorated holiday spirit of. The- WKXL Studios in Concord, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and our URL is nhtalkradio.com. We're coming back because Joe and I got to do some digging. Moxie filled with milk. <laughs> That's a little internal joke here. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your Moxie filled host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the Taj Mahal like digs of the WKXL bunkers in Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, 101.9 FM in Manchester. Our URL where this show and all of the other tremendous programming that happens here can be found is nhtalkradio.com. In studio with me, Joe Palanzi, and we are having one heck of a time. Let me tell you, Joe, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, I am too. Thank you for having me. He is not just 
doo-wop DJ. He is also connected to Br- Bedford Off-Broadway, correct? And Majestic, too. I do work with them as well. Ah, I saw something about the Majestic recently that uh, popped up on my uh, my wife's. Well, never mind. I was I skulk using my wife's Facebook. <laughs> I don't have my own Facebook account. Tell me what's new. What's happening over there in Bedford Off-Broadway? Well, I'm still the, uh, the artistic director at Bedford Off-Broadway. All right, which means? Uh, I'm... Uh, I'm the first filter for what shows we're going to do. Got you. Okay. People present their their yeah, offerings to you. Yeah. In fact, and you... Uh, we're going to be putting out a director's call uh, in January. Yeah. For 2025. What? We try to a sta- year ahead. We oh, we try to stay two years ahead. So we have our 2024 season already set. Oh my god. And so we're going to be looking for 2025. Wow! 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 So what is it? Is it like a pitch night? What What do they do? Um, they it, just it's, email you. I mean, yeah. Basically, you know, if they have a show that, uh, we prefer getting a director who's got a show they're passionate about yeah because if they're passionate about it they're going to put more effort into it yeah uh but if they just want to direct with us then you know we we can suggest shows as well yeah but uh we prefer they come in with a show yeah and um uh, they or two shows whatever however many they want to pitch and then we'll have them come in and meet the board and we'll give them an opportunity to talk about their project, what they want to do, how they think it's going to go. We'll ask them questions. And then as a board, we decide what our season's going to be. Hmm. Now, we're a family-friendly theater. Like this radio station. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, we, we can't go too, too askew. Risque. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you know, and we do, they, they like comedies, mm-hmm. let's face it. You know, they like comedies. Yeah. But we, you know, we'll... If we want to do something more dramatic or something, we'll just put a comedy on each side of it type of thing. You know, but so it's not like we won't do just, you know, we won't just do comedies. You know, we'll do other shows as well. It, so where do you perform? Where's it all? We, we use the old Bedford Town Hall, the okay. upstairs, which is a huge hall uh, and it's got a proscenium stage. Sound-wise, how is that? Very good. It, it was uh, it was hall? Yeah, it, it, it was uh, a speaker's hall. Oh. If you're facing the audience, if you face the back of the stage, nobody's going to hear you. Really? Huh. A, it gets absorbed. Put it like that. Oh, yeah, so me. It, it's, it's very important. <laughs> yeah, when, when we're directing there, we make sure people, you know, you got to cheat out a little bit when you're talking. You uh, so talk nobody's mic, I assume. No, we, we, yeah. uh, we don't mic. We, we actually, the last show that we just did. Um, Which was? Uh, Curious Savage. Okay. And it was very well, very well received. But uh, Maria Barry, you must know Maria I Barry. Do. Okay, Maria Barry. I haven't um, seen her in ages either. Man. She came down with a, a throat problem, I don't know if it was something. And so we, we, on the fly, I mean literally two hours before the shows, we went out and bought a mic. And we mic'd her because she, they would not have been able to yeah, hear Yeah, oh, that's too bad. But I mean, we, we don't bad. normally, we don't mic, no. Wow. So you said something about um, your, your demographic there kind of really leans into the uh, comedy. Yeah, the, the patrons um, are families and uh, they, they, look, they, they need a reason to laugh, <laughs> basically. Well said. And uh, so they prefer the comedies. But it's not that they won't come see the other shows, mm-hmm. you know, but they... they you know they 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 want to see comedies, so yeah. we we try to accommodate that. And we do more comedies than not. Yeah. What's your most popular show, Ben? Do you know, can you recall? <sighs> Curious Savage did very well. Yeah. Is that uh, a comedy? I know nothing about it's it. It's a uh, yes, it is a comedy, but uh, you know I, it's maybe 
sneaking into dramedy a little bit. Uh huh. Okay. It's a it's a very interesting show. Um, I saw it done down at uh, National Theatre Guild. Did it quite a few years ago, at Court Street, and Maria Barry played the main character oh my God. there, and also with wow. us. Um, I liked our version better at Bedford, um, and and actually Maria thought she liked it better too. So yeah, why? What so was different? What? It's just the way it was set up, the way it was staged, and everything else, and and the ending was much more poignant. I think the way Bedford, where we did in Bedford. Than, than the way they did with NTG. And I'm, I'm not saying NTG's wasn't a good show. It was a yeah. very good show. Yeah. But I just, I think uh, we had a, a brand new director and uh, she had some thoughts that, you know, hadn't been tried before with that show, I think. Is it difficult to build a set on a town hall stage? No. No, not really. We, we own we own the stage as far as... Uh, you do? Yeah, the town runs it, but they, we, we run the stage. So if anybody wants to use the stage, they have to come to us and ask permission. Oh. And the nice thing, which is for amateur theater is just almost unheard of, is we have our setup three or four weeks before the shows. That's really nice. Yeah. So That's it's, it's, really it's not, nice. It's not like you're putting up your set two days before you start. Oh, tech. thank God. I love you, man. That yeah. is... Ugh, and we, an have a, we have a carpenter. He, he, that's his real job. He's an extremely good carpenter. He builds our sets. And he, he tends to like to kind of do it alone. He'll let me come in and help him once in a while, but he tends to like to do them alone. He doesn't want anybody there bothering him. Yeah, he's burying the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he puts up the sets, and they're, they're you know, very solid sets. It just seems like it'd be that you'd have to um, take really big care because it's a town hall. It's a. It's not a town hall anymore. It's the old town hall. Okay. They have a brand new town hall. Okay. This right. building is is unique in that it's the largest open space in the state of New Hampshire without, you know, without columns and stuff. It's a truss ceiling, largest truss ceiling space in New Hampshire. Dang. I know I've been in there. I saw yeah. a show years ago. I can't tell you what it was. I don't. Where is it exactly? It's right across from the Bedford Library. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> boy, I, I'm, I don't come from Bedford, so it's hard for me to... All right. And I should know better because I've been there for quite a few years. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What's on your schedule this year? What are you guys doing? Well, I, uh, we just cast a show and, and had to read through, and we, we're going to be starting rehearsals uh, January 3rd. And that is... uh, Blame it on Beckett. Oh, oh I was going to ask you about that. It's. Uh, I don't think it's been done in New Hampshire before. Okay. Um, it's, it's comedy. A, yes, but it's an adult comedy. Okay. So it's not for kids, and we're going to make sure that we let people know that it's, uh-huh. it's got adult themes and adult humor okay. and adult language. All right. Now we can't go too far with adult language in Bedford, but <laughs> <laughs> we've had to make a few alterations. A little prudish out there, are we in Bedford? What's going on over there? <laughs> But it's uh, I have a really good cast, I think. Um, this is one of those shows where I, I couldn't just say I'm going to pick the best actors. I, I needed the chemistry. Wait, are you directing it? Yes, I'm directing it. Oh, you it. are? Yeah. This is this is a show I've been passionate about doing. Oh, tell me about it. I know nothing about it. It's it's uh, it's about theater. Oh, okay. It's about a dramaturge. Uh, That's wins, a real word. That's not uh, a yep, slur. Yeah. And and he he ends up getting an assistant reluctantly. Who wants to help him, but then ends up kind of backstabbing him a little bit. But yeah. and and then there's also uh, a and you'll know this an overbearing older actress. 
who um, thinks that uh, she's paid her dues and now she just gets, you know. Yes. Yeah. We call them divas. Yes. Uh, I'm <laughs> trying not to say that word, but yes, a diva. And then there's the, uh, um, the general manager of the theater. Who wants to move on to Broadway, and he wants to, so, and and he doesn't care who's back. He he walks over oh. to do it. So it's uh, it's quite interesting. Yeah, I don't need those. Uh, it's it. There's comedy in it. There's drama in it. Um, it. I think it's a good show. I How think big I, is the cast? Uh, four people. That's all. Yep. That's all. Oh, that's interesting too. Yep. And. Uh, yeah, I I think it's a show worth. I you know I'm I don't see this often, but I think it's a show. I will tell people I think you should come see it. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, we're not doing it on the stage. We're doing it on the floor. Okay, so fill me in on how that works. So we're going to have a U of people around the floor. Almost what like so a almost almost theater in the round. Yeah, or? three quarter three theater in the round. Wow. So why why what? And, and actually, the show's written to be done that way, too. It is? It is, yeah. And How does that help? How does that help accentuate what's taking place there? Because you're going to get, um, if you get it up on the stage, you only have one flat view yes. of everything. Yes. This way, you've got a 3D view of what's going on. Man. And it does make a difference with the show. So how do you build your set, then? There isn't much of a set. Oh. The set's going to consist of two doors. Yeah. What? That's it. Two doors? Two doors. Put a pin in it. You hear that music? It's time for ribbon candy is what what I was told. Yes, yes. Hang on. It's NH Unscripted, but you knew that. You've been waiting for it anyway, you lucky listeners. I am your ribbon candy eating host, Ray Dudley. I do once in a while choke on them. They get a little sharp, you know. We are coming to you from the mountaintop studios of the WKXL Studios, overlooking the wonderful city of Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, 101.9 FM for the folks, the peeps all down in Manchester. NHTalkRadio.com is our URL. Joe and I will be right back. Wonderful, wonderful. Life is a rock, baby. But the radio rolled me. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I didn't have to tell you that. I know it's like ingrained in you by now. And I am your rocking host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you deep, 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 deep from the bunkers of the WKXL studios buried within the mountains of Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9. Those, that's FM. Those are the signals we can sneak out from this, from the confines here. 101.9 FM in Manchester. NHTalkRadio.com is our URL. Joe Palanzi is regaling me about Bedford off Broadway. But we did want to kind of segue a bit 
Yes, Actually, sir. if I could, just I just want to give Fire out the show away. dates for the show. Please do. So if anybody's interested, uh, and you can find it on Facebook, just look up Bedford Off-Broadway. But the show dates are March 8th, 9th, 10th, 15th, 16th, and 17th. We do Friday and Saturday nights and two Sunday matinees. Fridays, Saturday nights, and two matinees. Boy, I hate matinees. For anybody who's listening. Uh, but we got a whole bunch of blue hairs that love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do, actually. They really do. And I, I appreciate going to them. I just never had the turnaround enough turnaround time as an actor to recover decently. Are you... You know about the the hat box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I... Sad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still hoping they're going to find a, a, another place, but it's not looking too good right now. I know. Andrew was in here um, talking, telling us about they're not having a whole lot of luck. They have a team, a couple of teams maybe of people who are trying to hunt out venues, but... It impacts a lot of people. Yeah, a lot. A lot, and a lot of good theater. Yes. I've seen some crazy nice shows and crazy yeah. great shows there. Um, yeah, so uh, so you've got actors, you've got writers, you've got uh, set designers, you've got all these people who are lighting people, sound people, who are all impacted, not to, not to mention the audiences and themselves, but yeah. that's a huge hole. And, and the theater companies that... that yeah, some of them don't have home theaters. They do, correct. so they counted on being able to go to the hat box to, correct. Sh- to show their wares. Correct, correct. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what these people are going to do for to for find a home. Uh, they can't go out of. I hope they don't go out of business because they can't find a home. Yeah, but I, that I, was a cheap venue for the most part. Yeah, that was one of the great yeah. selling points. I mean, it was a wonderful black box theater. Yes, I love black box. I you love know, and they got so creative with sets and stuff. You know, you had to. Yeah, because you got a small space. Right, but, but the the. You know, the talent that they got in there and the shows were outstanding. I know. I know. I don't know what they're going to do. You guys obviously aren't impacted by it, but. No. No. It's not like we would pitch to go to the, the hat box. I know uh, Ghostlight we did. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Ghostlight's gone way the dodo as well. Oh, so. man. Um, that was more of a problem of uh, there was nobody left to keep the keep the group going there was was two or three of us that were still on the board yeah and uh we couldn't get anybody else to help and it's just like okay you know see that's the problem they're all going to face this yeah well i shouldn't say all of them i mean mean, kind of a we would have to make it a full-time job and none of us could afford to do that yeah you know so you know we haven't officially buried it but we've been dark now for two years over two years man man we so do you guys did you use did Ghostlight use the uh, hat box? We tried to. Uh, you pitched? Uh, we pitched one year, but the person pitching it didn't do a very good job. And uh, we didn't oh, get selected. I can't believe <laughs> So uh, we learned our lesson from that, but then we never got another chance to pitch. Cause <laughs> <laughs> he lays it right out. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, I, I, I shouldn't say they didn't do a good job. They didn't do a Too late. Good, they didn't do a good enough job. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> it's out in the ether, buddy. Yeah, it's out I there. Know, oh, my I'll God. Be, I'll be paying for that, I'm sure. <laughs> Did you say earlier that um, there are a number of groups going under? We, there were quite a few groups that went under during uh, COVID the pandemic. Cool, you know, yeah, a lot yeah. of them up north, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a lot of groups got hurt bad by it and... You know, they're not going to come back. Once they go out, they're not going to come back. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, groups like Bedford, we were fortunate in that we don't pay rent on on the theater space. We we get it for nothing. Dude, that's huge. You know, the, we put we've put a ton of money into the building. 
you know, we put in, you know, help put in the fire sprinklers. We, all the lighting and all the sound in there is, is via us. So we're putting money into it, but we're not, you know, we're not paying per show. So if we go dark during the pandemic, we have no money going out, which a lot of groups couldn't say. Yeah, you know, they, yeah, yeah. They were still paying for whatever and they weren't able to get any income. Well, Man. for us, it just meant, okay, we have no income, but we also have no expenses. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I was wondering about a group like M&D. Is it M&D up in uh, North Conway? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I don't know how they made it, how they survived, right? Yeah. They're, first of all, they're out there in Nowheresville. Yep. You got to be going there to get there. Yep. And the the uh, pandemic hits, I, I'm sure they couldn't perform. And But they didn't close down. I don't know how they survived. I have no idea how they survived. You know, I think they probably, you know, they had done so well for, for years and years and years. And, uh, they probably had that enough of an estate to survive. One loyal, loyal yeah. fan base, baby. One loyal. And, and they, you know, uh, the shows that I've seen there uh, were all ver- always very good. Always. Always. I saw Death of a Salesman there and some other show, a couple of them. Dude, they do high quality stuff up there. Yep. It is really impressive. So, I mean, y- you're... Probably more uh, in line with like what the Winnipesaukee players. Yep. All right. Yep. So how did they? I mean, I know they survived and they're they still did. there. They did. But, but did they have a trick to get it through, or did backers? They, just... they had corporate backers. Okay. That helped a lot. Helped a lot. But I'll tell you, you, you know, you don't hear about them a lot of times, right? You might see there in the program. There's something in there. That's huge money. Yep. If you've got backers like that. Yeah. You are blessed. I mean, they got they got a campus to die for. Yeah, I know. And that theater is just wonderful. I know. I know. It's a beautiful place to perform. And that's where you did Of Mice and Men, right? I did. Yeah. yeah that yeah, was one yeah. of, the, like I said, that was one of the shows I went to see just because you were in it. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And that was a great show. That oh, was a I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I didn't know much about it. Um, and I played Candy, the one arm. Yeah. Uh, and, and didn't you get an NHCA award for that? I did, yeah. dude. All right, hang on. Let me get my wallet out here. That's like three in a row. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I did. Excuse me. I don't know what I've got. Some kind of little coffee. Um, yeah, but it's a. It's it's funny. It's it's a. Um, it's like a composite of of black box, but it's not black box. I mean, it's intimate. Yep. There's just enough seating there so that you can see the audience all the way up to the last row. You could watch them breathe. You can hear them when they gasp. Yeah. But it, but it's not black box. It, it's got this two, the sides up there that are, are doing it. It's a very interesting place to play. I love to play there. I mean, yeah. it's really great. I, I love seeing shows there. I, I went up to, I'll tell a little story about there. I went up to see a show there, um, uh, Mrs. Robinson. Um, is that the name of it? The Graduate? The Graduate. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, The Graduate. Because it's a show that I, I, at some point I want to direct. Yep. And I wanted to see what they were going to do with Mrs. Robinson because there's a famous scene with Mrs. Robinson. Yes, sir. I'm going to watch Andrew to make sure we don't yeah. cross the line on this and one. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. something that's not allowed in New Hampshire. Yes. I, I was in that show. Were, were you in? I, oh, played, I played his dad. Um, oh God! I, I'm sorry. I don't remember that. Don't but worry about it. Don't worry. I, I about went because I wanted to see how they were going to handle the Mrs. Robinson scene because yeah. it's like, all right, in New Hampshire, you can't do what the script calls for. But they did. They did. Yeah. And I was right in the front row. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was literally three feet from her, and my wife kept elbowing me, telling me to shut my mouth. <laughs> that must have been drooling. But <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. I was like, how they get away with it? I don't know. I'm with you, and I was in it, and I'm like, I they first of all, they um, when they rehearsed it, it was closed door, you know. Yeah, of and, course. Yeah, yeah, and they had to be very careful. 
Um, that's one brave woman. Yeah. Let me oh, tell yeah. you that. Oh, she, and she was outstanding, too. Yes. I mean, I that, that was an outstanding show. Yeah. It was, it was the best performance I had seen of, of, of The Graduate. It was tremendous. Oh, my God. It was tremendous. Yeah. That was, yeah. But I think a lot of people were. I don't know how many people did not know that was coming up. I was shocked because it's like, <laughs> I, I want to say, they're going to do something, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I, but I want to see how creative they got because they, they're pretty creative. Yes. There. Yes. I said, how are they going to do this, to, you know, without getting in trouble? And, and then I was like, ah. I know. I know. <laughs> they, I saw it over at the, uh, the players ring after that. And it was all done behind a scrim. They yeah. just you know, hung up a sheet and, you know, but, uh, yeah, not the Winnie, man. They got gonads the size yeah. of bowling oh, balls God, yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to help me what I'm going to do with though, probably. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to figure something out, man. Yeah. I don't know how you, if you ever do it, my hat's off to you, but uh, you're reaching for something at that point. It was a great show. They, yeah. they had a wonderful cast. My gosh, it was strong. And I think it won some awards as well, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah. 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 And I apologize. I did not remember you in it, but I. I it's okay. I, that, that's. I, I was mesmerized by Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'll let you go on that one. <laughs> I know. Earlier, um, you asked me about some of my favorite shows and stuff. Yes. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll share a little story if you want me to. Fire away. And this is this is way way back in the midst of time. Yep. And I hadn't been at a. Oh. I guess we run out of time. Can you get it in? Can you get it in? Nah. Oh, oh, we're going to have to have him back. Dang it. It always, always run out of time here. Oh, gosh. Well, folks, I told you it could possibly be an award-winning episode. I wasn't lying. You were listening to NH Unscripted. Oh, man. I am your just crying host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the never- over ostentatious digs of the WKXL studios in Concord. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, 101.9 FM in Manchester. And you can find this show as well as all the other programs here at nhtalkradio.com. Now you can go out there. See you on the flip side.